0: Another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog My name is R.J. Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Riders, your humble host, Don The Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, October 13th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you are happy. We hope you are safe. We hope you are healthy, and I want to remind you that the Ocho is presented to you by Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel our 4-1 Dallas Cowboys. That is right. Righteous Felon Jerky and Biltong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center Training Facility. Each 2-ounce bag of jerky has 16-20 to grams of protein, Biltong 32 grams, and each meat stick has 8, that's Ocho, grams of protein. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, believe me, it has got to be good enough for us, too. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced, all-natural Black Angus Beef and prides itself on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering. If you have checked out their website, you know what I'm talking about. These flavors are very interesting, to say the least. And if you want to see them, go to RighteousFelon.com and use discount code BTB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order through this Sunday's game against the Eagles. That is Sunday, October 16th. After that, the discount goes down to 15%. And obviously, the code changes from BTB20 to BTB15 for 15% off your order. I'm a Righteous Felon customer myself, in addition to, obviously, being great friends with righteous felon and i promise you it is delicious and i say this all the time it makes me feel cool that maybe makes me lame but it makes me feel cool that i'm eating the same thing that the cowboys themselves eat it's a great snack uh, with lunch it's a great snack with dinner it's a great snack at like 2 a.m after you write a bunch of articles and record a bunch of podcasts and do a bunch of tiktoks and instagram reels but hey uh whatever the case may be all right no notes today nothing it's just you right now you're represented by my computer you, me, and the microphone, all right, just sitting, talking, because the title of the episode is why I am starting to believe in these Dallas Cowboys, all right, why I am starting to believe in these Dallas Cowboys, now to be very clear here, all right, I never did not believe, all right, I never thought this was the worst team in the NFL, all right, we, we do this thing where we, we, we live in one truth. You said this, I said this, he said, she said, they said. Okay, those things were true at the time, right? It is true. It is objectively true that this Dallas Cowboys front office did not do a lot to help this team in the offseason. That is true, all right? The same way it is true that this Dallas Cowboys coaching staff has done a remarkable job of making lemonade with the ingredients that they have been presented through the first five games this season. I have equated it to an episode of Chopped. Hey, McCarthy, Quinn, Moore, Fasa, here you go. We got uh, we got some bacon soda. We have uh, some uh, oregano. We have some Honey Nut Cheerios, and we have uh, Diet Root Beer. Go for it. And you know what? I'm eating it. All right. I It is good, I believe, and I believe for a few reasons. All right. Number 1, they're 4 and 1, right? And <laughs> that's obvious, all right? They are 4 and 1, but that matters. That matters for a lot of reasons because that you know I have to back up, all right? When I say I believe, I'm not saying I believe this team's going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they can, right? Like that's that's where I'm at. It looked very difficult. It looked like it was going to all fall apart before it could even start, which was kind of evidenced by the first week of the season when basically every single thing that people like me said over the offseason was kind of coming home in front of them, uh, in front of a national audience on Sunday Night Football where they'll be this week. So when I say I believe in them, this is a playoff team. I'm ready to say that. This is a playoff team. I might make that the title. I haven't decided yet. but this Actually, we're going to do that. Changing the title. All right. (laughs) Changing the title. The conversation remains the same. But this is a playoff team regardless of what happens Sunday. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be straight up with you. I am so excited for this game. I cannot remember the last time that I was this excited for Dallas Cowboys game. This is, I say this all the time, this is the best time of year. You've got intense football coming up. You're obviously in the middle of college football season. The baseball playoffs have started off. By the way, Jordan Alvarez, oh my gosh, super awesome time to be RJ. But, this is when football just starts to take over. The cool weather's coming. You're starting to make some, you know, your fall favorite foods. It's just the best time of year, and it's a bummer when your football team sucks, right? Like, you think Texans fans are really enjoying this? Like, yeah, they got the Astros, but like, no, they're not enjoying this the same way you and I are, and so it's awesome, all right? And I am so excited as Bear, uh, Bear is upset that he has not been allowed in the office for this episode. I'll get to you soon, buddy, but i'm so excited and i'm so blessed to to do what i do um and, and sometimes that interferes with things right you got to take care of this and you, you've got responsibilities but it is all coalescing it is all coming together and i'm just i'm just i'm 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 pumped i'm pumped and that's why I, the juices are flowing for me this is a playoff team. And one of the reasons I believe in them to kind of tie our two names together here is because they are four and one. And shout out to Danny Phantom, uh, of course, from the Blog of the Boys universe, who we love. Danny's one of our best writers, our great writers. All of our writers are our best writers. Um, Danny pointed something out that I hadn't fully realized. You know, people make so much um, about first-place schedule. They're playing a first-place schedule. You know, that's that's the, always the tough thing. You win your division. You're playing a first-place schedule. They're playing a last-place schedule. Why do you think they're doing so well? All right, I, I don't put a ton of stock into that. But the Cowboys have gotten their first-place stuff out of the way. The three teams who the Dallas Cowboys played this season that their division rivals did not by virtue of Dallas winning the NFC East a year ago were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, now that the Bengals thing is a, a new one, obviously the 17th game that the NFL added. Normally it had uh, just been a difference of two games. But so the fact that the Dallas went 2-1 and one in those games, I think is very, very impressive. Um, you know, we'll see how, how their, um, their divisional foes fare across their entire slates. But, but the fact that Dallas has gotten those out of the way already is significant, all right? As of this Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys will be done with two-thirds of their division road trips. The only divisional road game that the Cowboys will have left after Sunday night in Philadelphia is in week 18 against the Washington Commanders. Bears, obviously, again, very excited about all of this. But that's a big deal, all right? That, that is a big deal. And I don't think that we're putting enough stock into this. Something that I did say a lot over the offseason, this Cowboys team is not going to play a lot of cold games. And I think that that is an important thing. These are the Cowboys games after Sunday night. It's not going to be cold in Philadelphia on Sunday night. But, you know, hey, maybe you need a light jacket or whatever. Detroit at home, Chicago at home, Green Bay, that's on November 13th, so a little bit chilly, Minnesota, indoor facility, that's November 20th, Thanksgiving against the Giants, the Colts and Texans at home, Jacksonville – on December 18th, Philadelphia at home on Christmas Eve, the coldest game that the Cowboys will play of significance, because I don't think that that Washington game is going to boil down to much, but maybe you think it will, but still, they they really have kind of two cold weather games. They're weeks 17 and 18 against the Titans and Commanders. I mean, like, those aren't difficult at all. This team is not going to play a difficult game on the road in cold elements at all. Not happening. That is one reason I believe, but I just listed off those games. Let's assume the Cowboys lose, and we'll get to predictions at the end here, but let's assume the Cowboys lose for this moment on Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles, all right? They're 4-2. and Let's just kind of rip through it. Go with me. You count the wins alongside me. Detroit, dub. Chicago, dub. I'll say they split Green Bay and Minnesota. I've said that all along, so that's one dub. That's uh, seven wins already. The Giants on Thanksgiving, eight. I've talked a lot of crap about the Colts, so uh, (laughs) I'm terrified of that blowing up in my face, but I'll still call it a dub. That's nine. The Texans, ten. Say they drop one of those three AFC South games, whatever, fine. Eagles, maybe they drop. Titans, Commanders. Even if they split those Titans, we're being somewhat conservative here. We're talking about 11 wins. I mean, this is a playoff team. I don't. I, that That's what this winning streak has done. And that's why I am very firmly on record that this Dallas Cowboys team is 100 times better with Dak Prescott at quarterback over Cooper Rush. So I'm not about to say what I'm about to say. And I do not. I, let me rephrase. I do not want anyone to take what I'm about to say as some sort of implication that I think Cooper Rush is a, a more functional quarterback for this offense than Dak Prescott. Because that cannot be further from the truth. Love you, Cooper. Super grateful. But all of that being said, I don't totally care who's playing quarterback for the Cowboys on Sunday night. I know that sounds crazy. Like it's a. It's a, I, I feel silly. I feel. <laughs> I feel stupid saying it out loud. I really kind of. I've. I've never said anything that questionable, right? Like when it comes to football or football analysis, right? But I really don't care because I trust them. I tr- That's the biggest reason that this is a playoff team. That's a, the, the biggest reason why I'm starting to believe. I trust them. I trust Mike McCarthy. I trust Dan Quinn. I'm getting there with Kellen Moore. I trust John Fossil. I trust... Micah Parsons, and Demarcus Lawrence, and Dorance Armstrong, and Trayvon Diggs, and Leighton Vanderish, and Jaron Ron Curse, and Donovan Wilson, and Malik Hooker, I trust Zach Martin, and Tyler Biotish, and Terrence Steele, and Tyler Smith, oh my gosh, I trust Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, and CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup, you've got it, you've got my trust, all right, my trust was out for a while over this offseason, and I think for, for understandable reason, that's where it comes back to the like multiple things could be a true thing, Trust can be re-earned. Trust can be restored. Trust can be, can, can be earned back. And that's – this this coaching staff, I mean, w- whatever, Coach of the Year, Brian Dable, Nick Sirianni, Mike McCarthy. this is the coaching staff of the year. What they have done is so impressive. I don't care what happens at a quarterback on Sunday. That's not to say that I don't want Dak Prescott. If I can have my choice, I, believe me, I'm taking healthy Dak over Cooper Rush 100 out of 100 times, but I trust them. I trust them, and even if the Cowboys lose, it's okay. And I think that's that's something we have to say. That's something we have to acknowledge. It's something we have to talk about. It doesn't mean we're we're not believing. It doesn't mean we're not hyped. It doesn't mean we're not all the way in. But if they they this win streak has has allowed this game to mean less, and I don't mean this. It isn't meaningful. I'm not trying to say that whatsoever. But the impact, the, the, the fallout, the blowback is not as massive as it would be if the Cowboys had not built up the currency that they have over the last month. And that is just such an incredible thing. I, I'm, I've, I've never seen a Cowboys team function this way. And I'm, I'm, I'll be 33 years old next week. I've never seen the Cowboys be this trustworthy. I never have. I never have. They have been very good. Don't get me wrong. But but they have been very good in in a front-running sense, right? They, they are trustworthy. We can trust them to get in the, the just dirty part of it all and work. And I trust that they'll do that. They might lose, but I trust that they will figure it out. They will find a way. The water will find a way out. That's who this Dallas Cowboys team is. And so that gets me just so excited for Sunday night. If they win, I mean – Holy crap. You know, I want to ponder a question here that I was asked on on a show earlier this week. A good friend of mine, Thomas Mott, does a great job covering the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the brightest college football minds I know. Um, I've talked before. I was fortunate to win Rock the Mic um, at at what was ESPN San Antonio at the time. I won the very first version of it. Thomas Mott won the fourth version of it. Um, So Thomas Mott um, won actually the third version of it. Man, Uh, time is just... Yeah, t- time's a funny thing. But Thomas Spots a great person, and Thomas asked me something. Um, he covers the Eagles, and so you know, just asked me this question when we were recording. He said, "Who, who needs this more, or or who? You know, you, you can word that a few different ways, right? Right? Who who would be more dramatic if they lost, right? That's one way to you know look at it. Who does a loss hurt more, right? You can ask that question in a few different ways, but I think we all understand the spirit of it. And when I answered it, um, I think the answer is Philly. And that that's never been – that's kind of where I feel so – I feel like I'm having this out-of-body experience, man. I feel like, you know, like we just got things moving and grooving, and I just am feeling it. And so I think the answer is Philly, and I love that. I love that the Cowboys, as of their time of this recording, are six-point underdogs. What? 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 Like, what? What What are you doing? What? They were five-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Rams. That's so we can crush them, all right? I mean, they crushed them so bad defensively. And I'm not saying that happens again. I'm not saying, like, it's going to be that same sort of thing. But I don't know how you can – and this turns into, like, a rallying cry of its own, but I don't know how you can doubt this team. And that's – I'm done doubting it. Tony Catalina said that on First and Ten this week. I'm done doubting them. That does not mean that I am done noticing their flaws. That does not mean that I am done picking against them when it makes sense to pick who you think is going to win the football game. But I am done doubting them in different respects. I'm done assuming – them making mistakes that they have made in the past. And that's what I loved about Tony's point uh, on first and 10 this week is we have for, Basically, every point to this part in the season said, "Well, well, when this has happened before, they've done this because they've done it a hundred times, right? When this happened, that this has happened because it's happened a hundred times." Bear is, is barking at something righteous going on. Maybe it's righteous felon craft jerky again. Bear uh, code BTB twenty until Sunday night. Then you go BTB fifteen. They do make doggy treats, by the way. Uh, if you are interested, um, head on over to righteousfelin I promise you'll find something you like. Um, and again, code BTB twenty. But I am done assuming them uh, there's a there's a a a great quote in a great incredible movie all right if you have seen the third mighty ducks all right in the third mighty ducks movie um the, the ducks are i think it's high school i really don't know but the ducks have have gotten to a place where they have scholarships so i i think that's high school uh it might be college i think it's probably high school but the the ducks team has has grown up and they're in high school and uh they're not the best team on campus there there's a, a varsity team that is much better than them And because they're the Ducks and they've had all this success, they think like, let's challenge them. Let's show the Lord. We're the mighty Ducks. We'll beat them, whatever. And they get destroyed. Right. And while they're getting destroyed, they have a new coach. Gordon Bombay is not coaching them. It's a great movie. I think that's on Disney Plus. Go watch it. Um, Their new coach is is pissed. He's like, how could you challenge them? You've lost. You embarrass yourself, blah, blah, blah. And he's talking to the main Duck, Captain Duck. His name's Charlie Conway. I can't remember, I can't believe how much I remember about this movie. And he's talking to him because the Ducks in this sequence, I promise this analogy is going somewhere. They try one of their, their long standing methods, their long standing strategies, the flying V. Everyone has seen this, right? When you make a, a V literally and you, you fly down the ice and they try it and this varsity team just like crushes it, right? Like <laughs> Cowboys Rams style. And, and this varsity team just crushes it. And so the coach is telling the Ducks, he's saying, Your little duck tricks won't work here anymore, right? It's different, different world. Your little duck tricks will not work here anymore. And I kind of feel that way about myself and the Cowboys, right? It's a different sort of thing, but I kind of feel like these little Cowboys things aren't who they are anymore. And I give an enormous amount of credit to Mike McCarthy for that. I give an enormous amount of credit to this Cowboys team for being different, for accepting difference, for growing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They are not that same team. They will lose games. They will disappoint us. They will be frustrating. All of those things are right and true but they are not the same team that we have gotten used to for oh so long. So I'm done doubting them, but I am picking them. I think this Cowboys team wins with or without Dak Prescott. That's just who they are. They find a way. All right? This was a crazy episode with Bear Barking in the background the whole time. Um, you know, it's just that kind of week. It's that kind of week. Let's just do it. Let's get that's bread. I'm so excited. Uh, by the way, um, Cowboys forever, Eagles forever, Cowboys, Cal- Philly forever. I mean, you know, verbalize it how you want. Do want to give a shout out to um, the girls? Some girls talking boys around here. Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray. Um, They are doing something incredible. They're selling some T-shirts to benefit an incredible cause. By the way, you can see these um, on Kelsey's Twitter profile on Twitter at Kelsey underscore uh, Charles. I was going to say child. She's not a child. (laughs) Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. The National Alliance on Mental Illness um, is is where proceeds from this are are benefiting. Um, Go buy a shirt. Cowboys forever. Eagles for never, Philly for never, both of them. Neither of them. All of them for never. Um, I bought mine. I can't wait for it to uh, to get in the mail. Uh, Kelsey and Meg have done a great job with that rallying cry and, and turning it into something even more awesome. So uh, I'm sure they'll talk about it themselves tomorrow on the new episode of Girls Talking Boys. Later on today, you have a new episode of Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Rile. Tomorrow, the aforementioned episode of GTB, as well as a new episode of the Star Seminar with Danny Phantom and Rabble Rouser. Of course, you'll get your daily updates on Dallas Cowboys Daily with Jess Navarro on saturday you get meg again with paul stewart on the world's team i am pumped people however you're watching whatever you're watching however this weekend's gonna go for you i hope it's incredible i hope we all just have a wonderful time uh watching the cowboys and even if they lose i don't think they will but even if they do we'll figure it out we'll pick up the pieces and we'll move forward and everything's gonna be okay haven't felt that way in a long time shout out to scrubs uh what has uh, i hope you're doing well something's going to happen everything's okay that's such a great episode of scrubs uh anyway um Tonight, Thursday night, live show, Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. We will get a special bonus podcast up here for you, by the way, within all of the episodes we talked about. Myself and Brandon Lee Gowden, who is the me from SB Nations, Philadelphia Eagles, side Bleeding Green Nation. Uh, we do a show that drops on Wednesdays around here called The NFC Mixtape. Well, it's a big week. So we're doing a live version of The NFC Mixtape. You can watch it on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel, uh, 7 p.m. Central Time, tonight, Thursday night, October 13th. Catch the live show, or catch the rewatch, or catch the podcast. Uh, at your your own convenience, your own time, the beat of your own drum. I'm so pumped. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited for you, for me, for the Cowboys, for all of us. And um, just just do it, people. Just do it. Sorry about the dog barking, but um, it's a gift. I've given you 20% off to Righteous Fallon Craft Jerky. Go to RighteousFallon.com. Seriously, I promise, it's delicious. I've eaten like three bags today already. Maybe that's why I'm a little bit um, energetic. Anyway, uh, have yourself the best Day ever. Have the greatest day of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.